Iggy Rodriguez in the building, y'all. Yo, is that better? There is. better? Yeah. There's my there guy. What's go. up, man? How you doing, buddy? There's my guy. How you feeling? <laughs> What's Friday? going on? It's good man. to see you, man. I know. It's been forever, man. It's been, it's been a it's minute. Been talk, but I haven't seen you, so. There's been a lot, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's been a lot, man. How's your day so far? Been good. Um, had a busy morning. Had some, you know, had some calls this morning. I, it's, uh, I was at the UCLA track for a little workout. Um, so been active. Been trying to get after it still. You know me. Yeah, yeah, like an athlete, like like a chop. Yeah, that's right. Oh, I mean, I, it's funny. I told the story this morning. I'm getting old, man. Like, uh, I had a really hard workout on Monday, and on Tuesday, I like I woke up and went to go like wash my mouth out, and, like brush my teeth. When I bent over the sink to brush my teeth, my hamstring like tightened up. Like that's how bad it is. Wow. I'm an old man, dude. I'm an old man. We gotta get you some cryo, man. I know, I know. <laughs> no, but things are good, man. How you doing? Man, phenomenal, man. Life is great. God is great, and we're living, we're living proof. So I'm happy to be here on this live with you, my brother, from another. But man, let's get right into it, man. Let's talk about information, yeah. relationships, vulnerability. <clears throat> When we spoke a few weeks ago, you kind of opened up to me about some things you were dealing with, and now you seem like you're on the other side of those things. So can you kind of just give us a little just synopsis of what that challenge and that breakthrough was like, has been like for you, and you're probably still evolving from that? Yeah, so, so you mentioned being on the other side of it. I feel like I'm like like kind of trudging through the middle of it a yeah, little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. But um, it's it's been a very hard few months, E, very hard. Um, I think for so long, and we talked about this a little bit, for so long I've like, I've created this image for myself that I wanted people to like, right? And, and so much of my time and energy was spent on making sure that the thing that I communicated, whether it be through Instagram, through a conversation, and, and in, in any capacity, any form I could communicate this message about myself, that it was received and that people liked it and validated me for this, this thing I wanted to communicate. Um, and as a result of that, it's made it really difficult for me and being very open and vulnerable to be in, in relationships because I've never really liked the things about me that I know to be true about myself. I have a lot of insecurities. I have a lot of things that, that a lot, basically the only things that I communicate to the world are the things that I want you to see yeah. because those are really easy for me to, to kind of be out and fake and do the smile and laugh, right? Like that's easy. And, and the more validation I got for it, the more I liked doing it because it made me feel good in that moment. But when I close my phone and the likes stop happening and it's just me sitting there by myself, I'm basically communicating this image of myself that I don't really like. So that validation goes away very quickly because yeah. then all of a sudden it's, I'm sitting with the stuff that I don't like by myself all the time. Yeah. And so I oftentimes found women who really cared about me and loved me to try and fill that cup up with their love for me yeah. Instead of really understanding why I feel that way, trying to love myself more, trying to be better to myself. And candidly, I would, I, I would, I would use their love up until it was gone. And the relationship would end really badly because ultimately, no matter how much they loved me and cared about me, I still needed that other validation for that person I had created. Yeah. And so their love wasn't enough for me because I didn't love myself. Mm -hmm. And then, this external validation and my therapist was amazing. His name is Rob Mack. He was like, it's like, it's like candy, right? Like you, you eat a piece of candy. It tastes great in that moment. It's, it's amazing. It's your favorite candy ever. But like what happens when you eat three bags of it? Woo! Like you get, you get, you get sick, right? You get sick. 
and so like my candy was the social validation specifically from women and I would get it and then I feel good for a second and then I would need more candy and more candy and it would it would ruin my relationships because I wasn't present with this person who loved me because yeah. I didn't like I didn't like me yeah. and I kept going back to the well to people for people to like me for things that I didn't like Absolutely. and so I was in the spot where like I, I candidly like I can't be with anybody like until I can really love myself enough yeah. to be able to to, to, to deliver love the way that it should be. Yeah, and, and that's the thing, you know, as we, we take it back to the candy uh, analogy. So to people on this live, maybe you know, maybe you don't know, is that when you have a sugar fetish and you want to eat candy all the time, you're actually feeling a void. The void is you're lacking love in your life. So you just want more sugar. So totally. I had that and I can relate because the love I was lacking was loving myself. And that's what we tend to do when we want validation or we manipulate ourselves to be that person or to help that person just to get that feeling and, and, and an admiration from others. And we're not even giving it to ourselves. And so we in that position where it's like fight and fight. It's like, do I stay, do I go? But we don't even understand because most times it's a blind spot. So And like, so, so like you say blind spot, I think like as like, as like a guy's guy, right? As someone who's like an athlete forever, like in my mind, like if I have a problem, I'm just gonna like, I'm gonna steamroll through it, right? Like I'm gonna figure it out, I'm gonna fix it. Even in my relationship, I kept telling my person like, I'm gonna stop acting this way. I'm gonna, I'm gonna solve it, I'm gonna fix it. But I never took the time to create the environment and to, 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 to understand what tools I needed to fix it. Like, and that's one of the biggest things I wanted to talk about, and especially like with anybody who's willing to listen, it's like, if you knew better, you'd do better. Mm -hmm. I didn't know better. Like, I didn't know how to work on myself. Woo! And I told you the other day, like- Ho, ho, pause, pause. I'm, I'm not gonna cut you off. Go back to that again. I think you need to say that again for the people in the back. It was- You didn't know if how If I to knew better, I would have done better. And I didn't know how to work on myself. And I think that's a challenge for all of us, for many people, Iggy. They don't know because they haven't been programmed or conditioned to. So that's why they're always missing the ball or missing the train because they don't have the information. They don't have the awareness that you just figured out. And especially for guys like us who are athletes, it's like, oh, if we have enough reps, if, if we work hard enough, right? But we don't even know, we, we don't even know what game we're playing. Like, work, work hard at what? Like, what, what am I working on? You know what I mean? I have, I have no idea. And it really, like, I've gone to therapy a couple times, but was, was kind of closed-minded about it, right? Like. This is the first time where I said, I'm going to commit to really sticking to something in my life and going to therapy. And, and I told you this the other day, like if I would have told you two months ago that I would be the kind of guy who would write down on the mirror in my bathroom that I love and accepted myself and looked at myself in the mirror every day and said that until I fucking believe it and journaled when I, when my feelings were, were, were overwhelming instead of going to my phone and maybe DMing someone and distracting myself, but really owning my feelings and taking time out of my day to meditate and like literally speak to the universe about things that like I'm looking for in abundances in my life, I'd have called you fucking nuts. I would have yeah. never done that yeah, yeah. ever. But and, like, I, mean, I, did, I, I, and I didn't know I needed that until I, I started doing the work with, with my therapist to, to start. Yeah. And, and the thing I just want to congratulate you, congratulate you because you took the first step. The first step is awareness. 
and being mindful of that, I need work. I'm, yeah. I'm full of it. I'm on front street. I'm pump faking. I'm not shooting a shot out of this corner. I'm really laying it up. But people don't know that. So, like I always say, the hardest work we're doing in life is on ourselves. Yeah. And, it, and it's, know, it's forever. It's, it, I, I, like, I think the hardest part for me is that I'm, I'm not a very patient guy. Like I want what I want. I want what I want. And I want it now, right? But like, but this work is is, is for is forever work. Forever. It's forever work. And so I've had to like. And, and so right now in your position, like you know the relationship didn't work out, but now you're working on a relationship with yourself. How do you feel, and what 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 phase are you in right now to get to the other side of your best self or your greatness? Um, therapy for sure is, is a huge one someone to like have an objective conversation with like i love my boys right but my boys didn't go to school to help me out with my problems right it's like oh man you know I, I feel like shit. i feel so bad about the things that i've done and about my relationship they're like oh let's go grab a drink let's talk to some girls that's not it like yeah. that's a distraction right like that that ain't it and and for so long that's what i did is like when i felt pain or when i was sad or when i needed self-love i i self-soothed by finding someone who would give it to me Mm. and and i'm actively working on myself and, and a lot of it is therapy i've been reading so much lately and that's probably been one of the biggest things for me it's like therapy is great but what you have in an hour a week maybe two hours a week if you can afford it if you're lucky yeah like there are so many pieces of work out there that have resonated with me so deeply and like you can read every day you can read a couple mm -hmm. hours a day right and like you can that work isn't just speaking to someone that work is like internalizing the stories and lessons that so many other brilliant people have to offer. So I've been reading a lot. And then I think one of the biggest ones for me is, is I, because I'm kind of impatient and, and I act, you know, sort of very quickly, you and I are similar, like we're very high functioning, right? Like we're always going, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Is it sometimes I don't take a look at what I'm doing before I do it? It's almost automatic. Yeah. And sometimes like that pleasure seeking is automatic and it makes me feel bad afterwards. So, really and, and i'll be honest i went on a date last night and i journaled before i went out and i'm like how do i feel in this moment yeah like am i going out because i'm sad because i'm lonely or am i going out because i genuinely just want to have a good time and, and kind of meet someone new and i've been able to kind of slow my process down where i'm not just feeling and reacting and then thinking you know oh maybe i should or should not have done that or, or why did i do that but doing the thinking before you, you act, and I realize that's like a simple thing to say, but like, because we're, we're all doing so much, it's so hard to do that sometimes, but sitting and really just like, just journaling about how I feel in the moment, why I'm doing something, it, it makes me yes. infinitely more present. Yeah, because we, we get caught up in human doings instead of being human beings. Yeah. And the thing yeah. we're just trying to figure out is like, what is my intention? In right, right, state? right. What's the why? What am I doing this for? Is it right. for her? Is it for me? Is it for the moment? Is it because I'm lonely? Because of the pandemic? Yeah. And you get to the root of those answers and you're like, got it. And some of those questions might ring true. Like, I'm doing this for me. I'm being a little selfish today. But I'll deal with it when I can. So but but here's the thing that I've noticed. And, and one of the biggest things for me, I, I know it's, it's brought us closer even like in a short period of time. Like, if I'm doing it for me, or if I'm going out on a date and I lead with complete honesty, like, hey, I have no expectations. I just got out of a breakup. I just want to have a drink and have a good time. If you come home, great. If you leave at the end of the night, great. Like, I'm just here to enjoy this experience. And this is where I am right now. 
I am shocked, Eric, at how well that is received. Like all my all my fear of being like honest and vulnerable and like almost having a script when I went out, like this is what I want people, this is what I want to say for people to think a certain way. The like the moment I stop stop doing that, I feel like I'm so like so much more warmly received by everyone. Yeah, and that's the thing free. that I was so worried about. Yeah, and I, and I think you and I, well, I had that issue like three weeks ago where I had to fail someone I, that I care about because I was still helping them out of the people-pleasing energy. Yes, yeah. So I had to say no. I didn't keep my word. I failed them, and I said, perfect. I want you to be mad at me. I want to fail you because I need to let you know that I'm not perfect. And yeah. I'm not, I'm not God. Like, I'm not just saving grace every time you want to be saved. Like, no, I can make a mistake. Okay, if you're mad, it's okay. But I had to do that to get out of the people-pleasing energy because when I thought about it, after I said, agreed to it, I didn't really want to do it. It, it. It's so it's so funny you mentioned that. Like, one of the hardest things that, that for me to have done in the last month or so is to, like, actually forgive myself. Like I did stuff, I did stuff that, that, that I will never be okay with to this private. I've hurt this person so, so deeply that it's inspired me to do this work, right? That's how bad it was. But I, I was almost like, almost like in a competitive way, almost, I was like holding on to that pain to make sure I kept doing the work. Wow. Like I felt like if I let go of the pain that I would just be complacent and be like, well, I forgive myself. So I don't really have to do this work anymore because I'm not, I don't feel bad about it. Yeah. But what I noticed is that e even though like that pain was the catalyst for doing this work, holding onto it while you do it only focuses your time and energy on your past experience and how that relates to now. And, and, and it forces you to like remove yourself from right now because you're still holding on to that stuff in the past. Yeah. And this energy, you know, Ed Hart totally it's has horrible. awaken your new life purpose. And he talks about activating the pain body. So you yeah. leave one relationship, you 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 suppress those emotions and feelings, you go into another relationship, and then you activate that pain. Now you're in a pain body because the energy is still moving around within you because you haven't healed from the wound. You right. just keep pushing it down. And you're like, why keep running through these patterns? You haven't got to, you haven't let the energy out. So it's hard when you don't have awareness. But I just think, and it's easy said than done. Because you can do therapy, but you also got to do the work. Right. You got to right. be aware. There's a paradigm shift that, okay, I'm making a decision right now. Is this decision for me or is this for the benefit them? Am I doing this out of love or am I doing this out of peace? And like, I've had to forgive myself for kind of falling back into some of those patterns. Even now, it's like, I hear myself say something that like, yeah, it's true, but maybe I put a little extra on it, right? To make me seem a certain way or to make someone else feel better or whatever, right? And like, I, I'm 33. Like I've done that almost my entire life. And part of my career is building relationships. Right. And like, it's so funny. I spent so much of my life reading books like, you know, like, like Carnegie's, like, um, like, 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 you know, like winning friends essentially. Right. Like, 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 like winning friends and influencing people. Right. Like it teaches you how to be personable and it teaches you how to get people to like you, but it never talks about like you, liking yourself and being genuine it only talks ah, about the tactics to get people to feel like they have a connection with you for the purpose of doing work together yeah and because i focused so long on that i only know how to how i only knew how to do that in my relationships too 
Like I knew what to say to make them feel a certain way, ah. even, even if it wasn't my honest truth. And that was like the most damaging thing in my relationship. Yeah. We'll call it people pleasing, but like, it, it was like, it's the only thing I knew how to, it's the only way I knew how to connect. Yeah, you were filling the holes that you need to look at. So you, you, you manipulated yourself to make someone else feel good so you didn't have to deal with the real issue. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And you're like, exactly. ah, that's what I'm worried about. I'll buy you something, go out, I love you, come here, boom. Exactly. Okay. And they feel good. They feel good. So then I feel okay. good. I have to worry about it, right? I can like I can push it off. Yeah, yeah. that's great. So to anybody listening and that's gonna watch this, um, what advice could you give them like when it comes to a breakup? Because I know Iggy, I know at least at least ten people, I say ten, that that in a breakup right now or going through a breakup or who just yeah. got out of a relationship in this whole span of what four months we've been in. What is your best advice to those people that's dealing with heartbreak and sorrow and shame and whatever it is, whatever emotion, anger, um, frustration? It's okay to feel what you're feeling. Mm. Mm. I spent so much time trying to avoid feeling what I was feeling, mm. trying to avoid the shame of hurting someone, the, the, the pain of them not being here anymore. It's okay to feel how you're feeling. And, and I mean this very honestly, and like, I, I, I don't have pride in it anymore. Like there were times in the last like month or so where I would just be driving down the street and hear a song and just start crying. Like, they, like there was like, there was that much pain that I inflicted on myself and how much regret I felt about the situation that, and I think as a man with this, like, you know, this complex of like crying isn't masculine, right? Like, yeah. I think traditionally I would have like, I would have changed the song or I would have like told myself to stop or whatever, but like, I just owned it. I just, I just let it happen. Like it's, it's cathartic. Like, yeah. You, you need to be able to feel those feelings so you can get over and through those feelings. Yeah. If you just avoid it all the time, you're going to fall into the same pattern every time. Yeah. So feel your feelings. It's okay to not be okay. It is. And, and I think the biggest one for me is you have to be able to forgive yourself and start looking at yourself and, and loving yourself again before you can even think about finding someone else. Yeah. That's, that's it. And, and that's huge. And it's as simple as that. You know, we make it complex because we want things to be a certain way, but certain relationships serve a purpose. Some people come in your life for a reason, a season, and yeah. some maybe a lifetime. Yeah. But if you're willing to do the work, you have the willingness to succeed and become your best self. And we all deserve to heal. We all deserve to feel good. And we all deserve to forgive ourselves. I think one of the biggest things too that, that I've stopped doing actively is, is storytelling, right? Is like meeting someone for the first time and being like, oh yeah, maybe they do fit. Maybe they do check boxes. Maybe we can date. Maybe they can meet my parents. Maybe they would fit in with my friends. Like it is, is creating, I think, you know, stories in my mind when I meet people, whether they be good or bad about what they think about me or what we might be able to do in the future. And, and you can't like, people aren't like a TV or a couch. You can't, you can't have expectations and knowing where they're gonna be or how they're gonna work, right? Like, so when you set expectations on people in the future, they're, they're invariably gonna let you down. And it only sets you up for, heart, like for, for, for pain and heartbreak because no one, even if you told me how you felt, I can't know that's true for sure. Yeah. So I can only be present in the moment and not think about all the things that may or may not happen in the future. And, and, the, and the truth to it all is that nobody is their behavior. Their behavior is learned or it's triggered or initiated from the emotional state that they are in. Right. 
if they're unhappy, if they're angry, maybe you caught them at a bad time. But that's not who they really are. They're just in that space where it's uncomfortable. They had a bad year. It's been a bad week. And you got part of that energy. And you thought they were worse. Like, no. Right. They're, they're a person. They're humans. They make mistakes. It just didn't work out. It's okay. Yeah. You know? And I think that, like, I've had to learn that. I've had to learn to, to be able to love myself enough for it to actually be okay. Before it was like, if I'm not with this person, I, I'm not gonna be okay. Like, yeah. I love this person, they love me. I'm not okay without this person. Mm. And I think that that feeling and, and inability to love myself enough for it to be okay for whatever to happen. Because yeah. if you love yourself enough, like, like you mentioned, like if they're here for a day or a week, if you love yourself enough to know that you're gonna be fine no matter what, there it is. Then, then you can really enjoy that one day. You can really enjoy that one week or that lifetime with someone, but you have to be able to be okay knowing that if they come in for a day and walk out the door, you're gonna be okay. And I didn't feel that way because I didn't love myself enough. And so I held on to these women, even when it was damaging for both of us, because mm. I was so scared that that, that that love they had for me would walk out because I didn't have enough love for myself. So I held on and I held on and I held on. Yeah, and that's powerful, man. It's it's, it's, it's such an amazing thing when you can heal and you can learn from your pain and your past mistakes and you can be in it or you can be out of it and say, man, I appreciate that girl so much because she she made me a man. She made me look at my shit. Yeah. She leveled me up emotionally. Oh, I wish I could tell her. I know she's married. <laughs> she did me a favor. So. I, I just thank you. I just want to say thank you, Benji, and your experiences. Um, I, I think you've grown a lot, and there's more to it. You know, the more we, the more we know, the more we grow. And I feel like this side of Iggy is what the world needs to see and understand. Because the other side is cool, but the other side is not as authentic as this Iggy that I'm talking to right now. Because this Iggy, I can call it an Iggy. I'm in a relationship. I feel like I'm. I'm overanalyzing. What do I got to do? Information to kind of um, at least help me. Instead of me like, hey, and, 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 I'm trying to go to the Super Bowl. You got tickets? <laughs> 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 oh, man. I mean, dude, and, and, and honestly, man, like, it, I feel different. Yeah. And, and parts of me, it's so funny, like, parts of me almost doesn't buy it. Wow. Like, and, and, and that's, that, like, that's the part I'm still working through, right? It's like, I've been so good at like selling myself a certain way yes. that now that I actually truly start to am feeling a little different about myself and how I interact with people, I almost kind of look at myself sideways. Like, am I, am I really, is, is this, is this really me? Like, am I really changing this way? I almost don't buy my own growth. If I'm being honest, sometimes yeah. it's hard. It's, it's and that's the thing about success and elevating and evolving. It's scary because it's different. Yeah. Not the same. Like, like, well, I'm not going to change. You have to change to become your best self. You can't stay the same. Right. And it's okay to change. Change is necessary for anyone. But uh, yeah, man, it's uh, it's miracle season. That's what you know. It's funny. That is what it's miracle season is about. Yeah. The metamorphosis, going through a transitional phase, transformation, going through something to get somewhere to be something else that you that you wasn't before for the benefit of your life. That's what the miracle yeah. works. That's what happened to me. Yeah. And as I continue to evolve, it's still work to do. So 
like I said, Iggy, man, I love you, man. I'm just thanking love you. Love you too. Man. Anytime you want to talk again, um, we can get back. I got, I got, I got your number. I can hit you. <laughs> Maybe you should, you should start a talk show on podcast. <laughs> Don't tell nobody I told you that. Talk to Iggy. You know. Hey, man, I would. I mean, honestly, man, like. I told you I wanted to do this, like, and, and I don't mean it to, to sound in, in any way disingenuous, but I like, again, I, I was the last person that I would have thought to have done this work and like, not to be cheeky, but like, if I can do this, like, yeah. like anybody, you, you just got to start, you got to start. There you go. You got to start and you got to keep going and yeah. you'd be feeling great. So. Yeah. I'll get off here. I appreciate you. If you need anything, call me. Thank you, bro. Stay strong. This is gonna go up on my page today, so people will see this. Uh, oh, so share it and um, we on man. I love you, brother. Be safe. I love you too, bro. Good to see you, man. Stay strong. Hey, bro. Later. Bye, guys. Iggy, Yeah, guys. So that's it. Um, Iggy, I met him on TV, Bachelorette season thirteen. Rachel Lindsay. Shouts out to her. Um. And we all go through different phases in life. We're all evolving. And um, he's, he's evolving and he's learning and he's changing and he's becoming who he needs to be for him and not a relationship with someone else. So take note of that. Take some notes from this. I'll put this up on my page. Give us some feedback. DM him. Follow him. His Instagram is Iggy underscore Rodriguez. And strive for greatness. Be your best self. Love yourself. And uh, keep going. I'm out. Peace and love. Stay strong.